another ESL podcast, and welcome back to another Topo Idiom Mini Lesson. Guys, it's been such an unbelievable long time. Man, I don't know what happened. Let's just say, obviously, my course launches in regards to the written expression, the 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 structure, and now me hurt quickly hurrying up and trying to hurry up and speed up, you know, to get in terms of, you know, launching the TOEFL ITP reading. Um, I've kind of fallen out of obviously doing the both the listening and the mini lessons in regards to the TOEFL idiom. So I know a lot of you love these types of lessons. To be honest with you, I think the last time I did one of these lessons had to be between, I don't know, January and April, but I can't really remember. So I'm hoping that I'm not like doing the same thing, but I'm making sure right now, okay, so from this point going forward, this is going to be this specific lesson. So welcome to mini lesson 1.5. I got myself probably about a good 20 idioms here. And what we're going to be doing, we're going to be going over them, of course. So here we go, guys. Let's get into it, man. Number one, get the hang of something. That means to learn how to do something. Right. So when I started teaching TOEIC, it took me a while to get the hang of it. Why? Because let's say if there was a question and the answers were uh, deliver, deliverance, delivered, stuff like that. Obviously, I would know from a native English speaker's perspective what the answer is, but how can I make her understand it? I still remember that student's name. Her name was Mo. Mo as in M-O-E, that was her nickname. And I think I got in touch with her probably back in 2016 and 2017, no, 2016, because I had an email and I was like, hey man, I still do a TOEIC, I have a video, da, 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 da. She's like, oh my God, yeah, send it to me. Never heard from her again. But anyways, man, those were the greatest times ever. When I first moved, to Rangsit, which is a place right outside Bangkok, I had to get the hang of a lot of things, teaching business English, conversation, you know, one of my, the, the heart, oh my God, the first class that I had at that institution, it was one of the hardest classes ever because I had like a high society, you know, little uh, girl that she just thought she was the sexiest thing on the planet. I had her, okay, and then I had another guy who was very like straight-faced, and then there was another lady who looked like a complete bitch. Oh my God, it was so hard to get the hang of that. But guess what? After a while, I said, man, I'm going to overcome this in any way, shape, or form. So hurry up. Let's get into this. So man, yeah, that's to get the hang of something, to learn how to do something. All right? Give a hand, okay? Normally, you would hear this in presentations. Please give it up for, they say give it up for, or they say give a hand for, etc. And then that's when everyone, hey, hey, applaud. They applaud, okay? So that's very easy. Now, give a hand with, could you please give a hand with this, right? This particular thing. That means to assist, to help someone, all right? That's an easy one. Now, to go easy on, please go easy on him. I can't remember where I heard this. They are in some particular movies. I could be wrong, but if you guys ever watched a movie with Matthew McConaughey, the Lincoln lawyer, this had to be maybe about, oh, not 10 to, damn, I watched this on the airplane, as a matter of fact, when I was flying from Melbourne to Sydney when I was officially moving there. And that was back in 2011. So this came out maybe 2010, 2011, and towards the end of the movie, hate to spoil it. But, you know, Matthew McConaughey got this biker gang to hurry up and beat up this apparent, you know, rapist and murderer, right? And I think he said, go easy on him. And he said, 
put them in the hospital, not the morgue. Meaning don't kill them, just beat them up badly to put them into the hospital. So to go easy on means to not punish severely. Go easy on him. Don't, don't, don't overdo it. Don't be, don't be too hard on him is the exact opposite. But I'm saying, instead of saying go easy on, we would say don't go hard on him. So this could be basketball practice. This could be track practice, any kind of sport. Go easy on him. Okay. Um, but yeah, to not punish severely is what that means. All right. Go on with, that means to continue. All right. British English, they like to say this. Okay. Go on. That means to continue. You probably heard this in the movie, Get Out. Okay. If you guys ever watched Get Out while they were discussing all the crazy stuff that was happening at the dinner table with, um, I forgot his name. Oh my God. I forgot his name, both in reality and in the movie, but, uh, Chris, there we go. Chris. All right, African-American, he's actually British of British descent and whatnot. But, um, you know, Chris at the time, he, uh, you know, I think the brother of the girl he was dating, who they all ended up turning into the most, being the most psychotic family on the face of the planet, who would just abduct black people and take whatever it was, like the eyeballs, the this, the that. Have you guys ever watched that movie? Go watch it. It's crazy as hell. And it came under fire in regards to like the Caucasian community out there in America, because they really didn't like it because they were like, oh, you're portraying us as being something bad. Well, you portrayed us as being something bad for how long in movies? Stop it. <sighs> Anyways, so going back to that, the guy was discussing something about his sister and the guy said, can I continue? And the mother said, go on. That means continue. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Boom, man, I got stories for days. Go overboard. That means to do too much. Okay, you're going overboard. Some people would say that to me. Oh, you're going overboard. You may have heard me say that on my podcast. Arsenio, you're going a little bit overboard on the podcast. Well, that's what I do because I'm an overboard type of guy. So to go overboard is to do too much or to buy too much. Okay, ladies, do you hear me? Don't go overboard with buying, all right? Don't become a consumer, become a creator. Oh, go with, that means to accompany someone or look good together. That goes with, uh, blue goes with uh, black, or blue goes with white, okay? Goes with, that means to look good together, or to compliment, right? Like two articles of clothing, such as what I just gave you. It go oh my God, in American culture, they love saying this. Go without saying. You guys may have heard this before. Go without saying, that means to be obvious. It go, and, and normally they always say this, Oh, well, it goes without saying. That means it's obvious that you're an asshole. It goes without saying that you're an asshole. That means they're saying it is obvious that you're an asshole. I hate to use these types of examples, but they're the only things that come to mind. It, it allows you to understand very quickly, okay? So excuse my French, but oh, my examples are just not up to par, meaning they're not very good. <laughs> grow up to be mature. You hear this a lot in movies. You need to grow up. You need to be mature. Oh my God. I remember back in 2015, a, a girl by the name of Elsie, who I had worked for, I forgot what I said. It was a comment in a group and she said, you have a lot of growing up to do. And I said, excuse me, I will not allow you to insult me in that way. Considering what I've had to go through in this country for two years is more than you would ever go through an entire lifetime. That was the last time I spoke to Elsie. A year later, my brother said, oh, it seems like you haven't grown up. I said, excuse me, and that same line, and I said, I want you out of my life forever, because guess what? 
over the last 20 years, your lack of empathy is getting worse and you're just, you're just a parasite and I don't want to be around you. And that was the end of it. And to be honest with you, fast forwarding into present day and allowing my mother and I to communicate again, which is the greatest thing ever. Ooh, I can go into the particulars into in regards to what my brother has done, but I won't. I only talk about that stuff on my personal development podcast. If you guys would like to listen to the Arsenio Buck show, but be on, man, I'm very real on there. I'm very 100%. So you be careful. All right. <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hand in means to give back. Hand out means to distribute. Hang on. That means to wait. Hey, hang on. Hold up. Hang on, hold up. That means to hang on to wait a minute. You know, you normally hear this when people are running. They're like, hang on, you're running too fast. That means you're getting ahead of them. Slow it down, people. Slow it down. Hard to come by. That means difficult to find. Hard to come by, meaning it is difficult to find. To be honest with you, the roots of a tree are very hard to come by. What does that mean? People and friends that will be around, these are called lifetime friendships. They're very hard to come by. Andres Catala, I brought him onto my ESL podcast back in early 2019. We talked about everything in a day. And you know what? Those types of people are very hard to come by. So those lifetime relationships, it doesn't matter what happens. You guys will always be there until one buries the other, right? Those types of people are very hard to come by. So in saying that, there it is. Have a heart means to be compassionate something that I don't see too much out here in Thailand. Big shout out to my people in Thailand. I'm not talking about my you wonderful folks out there in Chiang Mai, Ubon, Ratchatani, Lampang. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about what I see and what I am seeing right now. The lack of heart in this country, especially from everyone at the top, anyone who makes a million dollars and more in this country, in the, you know, in this country, like per year, the lack of heart, it, it, it's, oh, there, there's no heart. There's no compassion. They show no mercy. Oh my God. Anyways, leave it at that. To have a hunch means to have an intuitive feeling. To have a hunch means, you know what? I have a hunch. You know, I have a feeling that I'm going to take my business to the next level. Or I have a feeling that things at this job, which I said back in 2017, aren't going very well. I feel like this is going to end very bad. That means to have a hunch. There it is. Have a word with someone. That means to talk to someone briefly. Very famous out there in America. To have a word means, hey, can I have a word for a moment? And normally when I hear this, I get very defensive. And I'm like, what are you going to complain about? What are you going to bitch about? Because you show no leadership. You show lack of leadership. I'm not even going to deal with you. You know? And so in saying that, there it is. Okay? Have on. What do you have on right now? What do you wear? Okay? That, uh, yeah, so I don't even know if you're going to hear that in TOEFL, but anyways, there it is. Have one's hands full. That means to be very busy, to have a very challenging job. Have the time of one's life. That means to have fun, have a great time. That, I mean, I had the time of my life or have the time of one's life when I went to Bali, Indonesia back in uh, 2016. You know, even when I went back to America in 2017. Hong Kong, no. Um, Lao, hell no. Vietnam, absolutely. Anytime I go to Vietnam, it's just a memorable journey. I love it. But anyways, there it is. Hear firsthand from. What does that mean? To get information directly from the source. So normally you would hear people say, oh, I heard firsthand that dot, 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 dot. Hear from is to be contacted by. Hear of. What did you, you know, that means to know about. Be familiar with. 
okay? Did you ever hear of dot, 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 dot? Hit it off means to become very friendly. You know what? To be honest with you, there are so many times that, um, you know, there are so many times where I've been able to hit it off with individuals. You know, I'm going to give you something very brief. Um, there was a girl, uh, she is an influencer out here in Thailand. And I've seen her obviously on Instagram before and stuff like that. And I remember that, um, you know, she, uh, the, she was a trainer at the gym that I was going at last September. This is about a year ago. And I had a preconceived notion that, oh, she thinks she's too good. She's probably not going to speak to me, this and that. So I kind of ignored her the first time I was in there because she was just like, she was a trainee at the time. And she spoke to me just very sweetly or just made a couple of comments. And I'm like, mm-hmm, because I always looked at it as an influencer. Like she thinks that she's probably better than me. And a lot of Thai women who have over 10,000 Instagram followers, what they do, um, I, I kid you not, you can go check it out yourself. They like to take pictures of men that now listen, I don't know if it's a, a fetish, okay? But they take pictures of men who have a particular type of hair, eye color, and skin color. And I always wonder, I'm like, why do they do this? And why do I never see people of my color with these types of people? So I automatically put her into the box saying, ah, you're just a stereotypical typical. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, I remember someone brought it up and said, Sidio, how's your podcast? And she came by and she's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, what, so what is it you do? And I'm like, oh, I have podcasts. I do this and that. And then next thing you know, we hit it off. And sure enough, all the preconceived notions and the things I had thought about her laid to rest. Pretty amazing, huh? I don't know, man. I do not know. But sometimes... That's me suffering from intolerance and believing that all Thai people, whether it's a certain Instagram following count or uh, account or this or that, they're all stereotypical based on my experiences I've had in the past. See, those are called limiting beliefs and that's something that I'm working on every single day to get rid of, you know? It's kind of like, man, I love my folks. I love y'all. Well, I mean, I love the folks that listen to me. Most specifically, the ones only listen to me in China. Now, the reason why I say this is because I do have a preconceived notion of, oh man, I remember all the Chinese people I've met throughout my life in 10 years. Oh, this and this and this and this and this and this. It's very hard to get along with, but some of you actually do listen to me. So for me to categorize everybody in China as being this, when that's not necessarily true because you guys listen to, well, very, very few of you listen to me, but nonetheless, a couple of you listen to me in Shanghai and Beijing and Wuhan. You know, I can't just say, oh, all this, because I've actually taught Chinese students who were actually magnificent individuals. We hit it off. So it all depends what type of energy you're bringing to the situation. So again, looking at some of the people like uh, from Benin, from Macedonia, from Haiti, I've never met them before. I've had experiences, especially in America, especially in America. I've had experiences in Thailand. And I can't just categorize everyone as, oh, well, I had this experience. Therefore, all you guys suck. That's ridiculous, because guess what? It doesn't matter where you're from, creed, color, religion, you can hit it off with anyone. And once you do, your life will change forever. And that's what I'm trying to implore to you guys, that we all have limited beliefs and we all suffer from intolerance. But once you do, call yourself out on it. You know what, I act a particular way towards that individual because he was wearing this or he looked this way. Where does that come from? Go on the journey, go find out, check the source, do some healing, and then you'll be open to insight and revelation. And that might just open new doors to your life in all areas, you know? So 
in saying that, you know, I, yes, I realized that I hit it off a lot with especially my Central and South Americans. Why? The Latino in my blood and my personality and my energy. They're attracted to that type of energy. Uh, the Spanish, I hit it off with them a lot. Uh, obviously, everyone who's living in America who listens to me, I hit it off with anyone who is attracted to this energy, you know? So some people I don't hit it off well with. It's, it's the people who have low energy, you know? So there aren't that many people, no offense to them, that listen to me from Poland or from Ukraine or even sub-Saharan African countries or India or Bangladesh. Why? Because I speak with intent and I generate energy and I know the energy I want to bring to every situation. And some people are not attracted to this type of energy. They like the monotone. Why do you guys listen to me? Tell me, why do you guys listen to this podcast? Is it because I speak, hey, how you doing today, guys? So uh, today, no, you would turn that motherfucker off in two seconds. You would turn it off in two seconds. Don't lie to me. Do not lie to me. But in saying that, you have the ability to hit it off with anyone, but it's all based on their energy and your energy. And that's how you connect. If you're born, you're going to attract more people. If you got beautiful energy like me, you're going to attract beautiful individuals. I haven't attracted a lot of, I haven't attracted an ugly ass individual in my life since I don't know when. Oh yeah, at the beginning of this year, I cussed out a lady at the bank because she was being very stereotypical, looking at my passport page by page, acting like it was like, like, oh my God, you, you have a fake passport. I was like, see, that type of typical Thai attitude, see, oh, I just boxed all Thai people together based on one experience. Oops. And then guess what? I got called out. My friend at the time, she was like, uh, yeah, did, how, how do you feel leaving? You know, just cussing everybody out in the bank saying, saying, no, fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. And fuck. How did that feel? I said, well, you know, it didn't feel good because I was still mad afterwards. She said, what can you do better next time? I said, well, maybe I could talk to the manager. She said, why didn't you do that last time? I said, because all I saw was red and I could just act on the things that I, and how I acted from the past. I do apologize. I will get better at it. That's how you live. That's how you build. And that's how you grow people. Call yourself out, hold you accountable and look in the mirror. Oh my God, I'm done motivating. Okay, here we go. Hit the road. You got to hit the road, Jack. And don't come back no more. That's the idiom. Hit the road. That means to leave. Go away. They don't really say this in, um, you, you know that song, No Mona Mona. You guys get that song, right? I don't even know who sang that one. Was it Betty Boop or one of those people? I don't know who. Is Betty Boop a singer? Fuck, I think she's a cartoon character. Uh, anyways, um, God, that was a long time ago. But anyways, that song was popular. And they don't say that anymore. They said that maybe in the 70s or 80s and that older guy be like, hey, hit the road. Man, hey, get out of here. No one says that anymore. <laughs> Hold on means to wait. Hold on to means to grasp. Hold still means to not move. And hold up means to delay. Now, hold up, hold up. You guys will probably hear me saying that a lot if you were one of my students out here in Thailand. And they would always say, Arsenio, why you say, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on. What does that mean? I'm like, oh, that means wait. That means to wait, hold up, meaning stop, wait, give me a second. You know, that's what I say. If my, friend, if my friends are running too fast and I'm just like, man, hold on, hold the, hold the, yeah, you know, hold the, you know, a lot of, you know, expletives being, you know, just showered on, okay? I'm showering them with all types of expletives along with the phrasal verb, hold up. But that means to delay, to wait, to hold on, to hold on a minute, just calm down. So in saying that, people... 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful Tofu Idioms podcast. Boy, it was a lot of motivation for all, but man, thank you so much to see my beautiful Indonesians, the Mexicans, the Thais. I can't believe it. People in Chambury and all over Thailand are listening to me. Songkla, big shout out to you folks out there. And to be honest with you, my favorite people in the south of Thailand, they're all from Songkla. Krabi, they're actually pretty good. But the first Thai friend I ever had from Thai, Krabi, oh, there I go. I'm categorizing everyone just one Thai stupid friend. You see what I mean? Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Won't go down that road. I'll just say I met one individual from Krabi. She was a dick. But, but everyone else has been amazing. That's how you clean up your limiting beliefs. Anyways, big shout out to everyone out there, man. I got my Swedes, man. Oh, I love my Swedes. I got my Germans. Oh, I love the Germans. I got my, oh, I love the Japanese. I got my Korean. Oh my God, it's about goddamn time you Koreans are listening to me, man. Oh, I love you guys so much. Anyways, big shout out to everyone. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Share it with your friends. Say, man, I met this big, crazy, crazy brown cappuccino looking dude. You'll love his podcast. And man, I got energy for days. So you guys better stay tuned for more. <gasps> Over and out.